G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Checking the pulse, as I'll often say when it comes to nations around the world. Checking the pulse of Christianity, of mission activity. And today, in the South Asian nation of Bangladesh, as I mentioned, 167 million people, 74 identifiable ethnic groups, natural disasters are frequent, poverty is widespread, and there are Christians trying to grow the church. Well, our special guest is based in Bangladesh. And he sees his nation as a land of opportunity. Good to welcome back to 2020, Peter Mazumda, who's General Secretary of the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh, part of the International Fellowship of Evangelical Students. Peter, a special welcome back to Australia. Thank you. Uh, Your visit this time, is there a special purpose? You're speaking to a number of groups. In fact, I think it's a fairly quick visit, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very quick visit, but I have purpose, especially I'm speaking two different churches in Sydney where I'm just partnering with them. At the same time, we are partnering with Wycliffe Australia. Uh, This is the main reason that we are here. I'm here to uh, visit all the places. You know, I love talking to you, Peter, and we've spoken a number of times now. And uh, in some sense, uh, you've got a little bit of hero status. And uh, you you know why? Uh, Because Bangladesh is quite a dangerous place. And some listeners might know, uh, in Bangladesh, uh, number 30 on the Open Doors World Watch List uh, for persecution of Christian believers. And it's not an easy place to share the gospel, to win converts and grow the church. Uh, You've been working at this for some time now. Yes, this is my 33 years service with the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh. And I visit all the cities and share the gospel. You said... It's not easy, but this is our prime calling from God that we should take risk. Do you find yourself at risk, in danger? Uh, have you been uh, you know, at the receiving end of, of some of the things that happen in a nation that has a dictatorial uh, approach to things? No, that's sometimes now we are very good position at the present. The present government is giving us a very good uh, protection as a minority and we are praising God for that. And especially we are open for the gospel and we can share the gospel even marketplace and we are protected by the government. So we are, uh, even though we are living like 97% Muslims, but we can propagate the gospel Sometimes this kind of uh, fundamental groups are attacking, but it's not very uh, dangerous uh, at this moment because um, by the grace of God, 
is a huge field for us in order to reach the unreached people group. 167 million people. You've just got to pause a moment and just imagine the numbers uh, compared to our population here in Australia. But with 167 million, uh, less than 1 million Christians. Uh, so you are really very much a minority group. And uh, I think we'd be heartened to hear that at this very moment, things are a little bit easier and you're able to share the gospel freely in the marketplace. And of course, you're working with students. So on campuses, schools as well, or just uh, universities? Yes, we are working on the university campuses, but as a Muslim country, we are not uh, free to have any fellowship group in the campus, but we using for the church compound, mission compound, Christian hostels, and also we are working among the school and college students. Well, last time we were talking, you were anticipating some good breakthroughs because with that many people in the nation, uh, that many different uh, groups, I mentioned 74 different uh, groups, you've been working on Bible translation projects. And this is a way that foundations are formed for the growth of the church. You've got some good news. Uh, What is the good news about these translation projects you've been working on? We are grateful to God that last 10 years we toiled a lot and we are almost finishing four ethnic groups New Testament. It's called Kohl, Kruk, Tripura and Kiang group. And next year, 12th of October, we are celebrating the God goodness. We are distributing the New Testament among those people group and we are printing all these books um, by the help of Wycliffe Australia. So these are New Testaments and yes. they are completed in their translation for yes. these four different uh, language groups who will have the New Testament scriptures in their heart language. Yes. It takes an awful long time to do the yeah. entire oh, yes. Bible, doesn't it? But you, ju- How long has it taken to do just the it, New Testament? It's like 10 to 11 years we worked hard and now it is ready for printing. By the grace of God, we'll be finishing March 31st of March uh, 2024, then we'll print. So when you put your hand to the plough in mission work like you do, it's a long-term prospect, Uh, 11 years just to get New Testament translations for those four groups. Uh, I did mention 74 groups. Does that mean there's 70 that don't have any uh, any sort of scriptures in their heart language at all? I mean, this is just a drop in the ocean, isn't it? No, the Bible Society has done few groups. And we, they said that we need some assistance. So we are helping Bible Society, United Bible Society, in order to do a teamwork, accomplish, accomplish their task. They said they want to finish by 30, 30, 2038. So they said, come and help us. So that way we are working together with the, uh, for the Bible Society and for our country. Peter, spend a moment here because I know there'll be some listeners who take our Bible for granted and we say, I've got Bibles, uh, they're up on my bookshelf, I don't even take them down or I'm looking at a a digital Bible on my mobile device and uh, I'm even having trouble finding time to read it. What difference does it make in a place like Bangladesh, which is a tough territory to be able to preach the gospel, to have those New Testaments and is there a hunger for God's word that's coming from the people who are uh, who are uh, open and, and looking for these things? It's not actually. Uh, it's actually uh, con- comparing to Muslim country. If we do uh, just share these things, it's sometimes not good. 
no, and also some kind of dangerous. That's why we are going a low profile. We are doing, but while we published, we, because Bible Society is enlisted as a like NGO, through the help of Bible Society, we'll print and we'll get ISBN number. I think it will not be a big, big problem for us because it's uh, enlisted by the government. So no problem at all. You're also not only working with those uh, translations of the Bible, and there's a great breakthrough there. That is really good news to report. But you're also looking to develop some studios for yes. recording purposes because the technology is changing yes. and you're wanting to take opportunity there. Uh, the typical Bangladeshi, are they looking at a mobile device and uh, they're, they're accessing uh, the modern technology uh, and, and, and there's opportunities there opening up for you. Yes. Actually, we have now partnering with Faith Comes by Hearing and they are doing a digital Bible uh, with recording and just we finished two studios. By the grace of God, we raised funds locally, but we are praying that God may provide us some instrument and then we can use these two studios for the recording of those unreached people groups, even in Bangladesh, uh, more than 70% are uneducated. So this digital Bible, you will be, they will be listening um, from their e um, ears that those, they can understand language, but they cannot read or uh, write. So they, that will be a great help for majority group to reach through uh, oral Bible translation. And isn't this the story of Christian missions throughout the whole history of the church? Uh, when the Bible translation is there, people learn to read by reading the Bible in their heart language. And in learning to read, they're impacted by the Word of God and lives are transformed and changed. Is this the experience that you've seen in Bangladesh? Yes. You know, just uh, as I said that I'm serving as a student minister, while I preach my mother tongue, many ethnic groups, 74, they said, we can't understand. If God give us a new uh, way to get our own Bible, that will be amazing. So many churches I visited, they are worshipping Lord their own mother tongue. So they are looking for their mother tongue Bible. And that will be amazing. And that will own the soul of many Unreached people group from the ethnic groups. Such for an example, like um, Garu community, we they have their Bible, and they hundred percent accepted Jesus as their personal savior. So that is our longing that many people will know while the Bible is completed. You are doing an amazing work, and I know listeners will be able to hear that. Uh, let me just ask you something. I know I've spoken to you about this once before. Uh, the thought that Bangladesh, uh, some people will say, oh, that's just another one of those South Asian nations. Uh, but with the vast population that you have in Bangladesh, I know you've reflected before that sometimes Bangladesh gets overlooked when it comes to people and their prayers and their giving and their support for world missions, uh, how do you reflect on that? I mean, you are really taking the bull by the horns. Uh, you're yes. traveling internationally yes. and you're looking to make friends as you are on this visit too. But uh, how do you see Bangladesh? Are they a forgotten people? No, actually, you know, sometimes, you know, our geographically we are very small country but population-wise, we are very much impacting. But sometimes, you know, even some Australians say, where is Bangladesh? 
they, they ask question by we say that we are the neighboring country of india because india is a so big country so we are impacting and now i think many people came to know bangladesh about cricket even we defeated australia <laughs> see <laughs> so this is the way people know that bangladesh has a world class all rounder is there so that way we are really known person um, no knowing the other world that w- Bangladesh is a small country but we can impact right hey you're working with universities and that's not by accident there's intention here uh, when you say 70% of bangladeshis are uneducated uh, you recognize that influence for the future comes by training those who will be leaders of the nation in the years to come what's so important about working in these universities and uh, training educated leaders you know that while we started bible translation and god has opened the door for to go very remote area the ethnic groups by the grace of god we have now while i joined it was nine bible study groups but now 120 bible study groups all over the country and bible translation also helping us to reach the ethnic group now massively we are expanding so i think it is a very big impact for us and we can reach the unreached people group uh, with the help of the bible translation team i've been talking to a lot of people uh, peter about moves of god and i'm hearing all sorts of things from nations like uganda and uh, the philippines uh, is there some special things happening in bangladesh now you know bangladesh i feel proud that present government is do, doing a massive development all the roads highways everything is changing a lot you know lots of uh, australian uh, weekly uh, brothers and sisters is helping us and we found lots of changes is coming like developing roads developing uh, developing the garments factories so that way by the grace of god we are coming to close a developing countries and that creates opportunities too for more and more mission activity to go into those towns and cities right across bangladesh yes because of the transportation now we can cover very easily to go one city to another city now domestic flights only 30 minutes 35 minutes so while the mission team comes we are covering so nicely uh, to reach the unreached people group Can Aussies go and visit you in Bangladesh? Have you got any sort of program set up where you know you can have Australian mission teams go and be a part of what you're doing? Yes, actually, we have a Australian mission team, like from Weekly Team. They are coming. Last many years, they came as a contextualisation seminar. Then, then we we did uh, from the 2006 till now. The Weekly Australia, uh, um, they are sending their. um consultant english teachers all are going regularly even they stay with us more than 120 days a year and they are impacting they are giving a lots of input for us from australia i mentioned natural disasters are frequent uh, poverty is widespread in bangladesh and there you are trying to grow the church it really is uh you know when we reflect on uh, Jesus words uh, lift up your eyes the fields are white unto harvest you see bangladesh as a land of opportunity for reaching out and for bringing new converts uh, how do you see uh, this land of opportunity 
you know that Bangladesh every year we are experience floods. So this is part of our life. So we just embraced flood every year that it is every year's uh, um, incident in our life. So we feel it, uh, it will happen in our life. So that one is not obstructing to reaching the people. And also while this kind of incident happen, we go to the people who are in need. We give food, we give medicine. That helps to open their hearts to mind that what Christianity is, how they are showing their love for humanity. That way we reach the villages, we reach the community and many are coming to the Lord. Even next month I will be baptizing 200. 200 people. 200 hundreds people I am baptizing. Wow. Uh, there's exciting things that are happening in Bangladesh. You're here in Australia. Yes, you would like to make an extra friend or two and uh, people who might be connected to the mission that you're involved in. Uh, people know the name Wycliffe and uh, that's a partner organization that you're working with at the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh. Uh, you're going to be speaking to some groups in Sydney and uh, I'll point listeners to the website to, to find out uh, details about where those might be over these next few days. That's The website is bsfb.org, Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh, bsfb.org, and of course, you can connect with Wycliffe too at Wycliffe.org, a partner organization. And uh, what an amazing achievement. Those four New Testament translations complete. Uh, they're going to be launched next year. And uh, you've got a team from Wycliffe who are coming to Bangladesh. There's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of fanfare. Uh, it's an exciting thing. Uh, no doubt you'll be looking for some media coverage too. Let's yes. hope that happens in a big way. But um, 50 years too, you've been functioning in Bangladesh. Yes. You've been there at uh, part of the team there for 30 years and leading it for a long time too. Uh, Peter Mazumda. He's General Secretary of the Bible Students Fellowship of Bangladesh, part of the Fellowship of Evangelical Students. That website is bsfb.org to connect with Peter Mazumda. Peter, thank you so much for taking some time to drop in and share your update with us today on 2020. Thank you, Vision Media. You are so generous. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.